this morning, we're going to be going over some of the lessons we've been doing in Kids Church. And they are some foundational truths that speak to our identity. And Jonathan and I currently are working with Children's Aid to be certified to become foster parents. Sorry, I'm going to just keep walking around if that's okay with people. Um, and one of the things that is a requirement for foster parents is to create a life book or to work on the life book of a child so that they know, not getting emotional, so they know where they came from, and they know the people who love them, they have their story. And in the same way, it's important for us all to know that where we came from, what our identity is, and that that is grounded in, in God. So where's Alana? I should walk towards her because she's going to help me. One of the first things that we are always saying in Kids Church is that God is in a good mood, that we don't serve an angry God. Alana, can you tell us what we're going to be focusing on today morning? God created you and that you are good and you make him very happy. Do you want to say the last one again? You make him very happy. Very happy. That's awesome. So we're going to start with a video, and it's uh, the creation story, and I just love how this author um, speaks it out. So it's just four minutes. The beginning. A perfect home. In the beginning, there was nothing. Nothing to hear. Nothing to feel, nothing to see. Only emptiness and darkness and nothing but nothing. But God was there, and God had a wonderful plan. I'll take this emptiness, God said. And I'll fill it up. Out of the darkness, I'm going to make light. And out of nothing, I'm going to make everything. Like a mummy bird flutters her wings over her eggs to help her babies hatch, God hovered over the deep, silent darkness. He was making life happen. God spoke. That's all. And whatever he said, it happened. God said, Hello, light. And light shone into the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. You're good, God said. And they were. Then God said, Hello sea, hello sky, and a great space opened up, wide and deep and high. You're good, God said, and they were. Then God said, hello land, and there, splashing up through the oceans, came cliffs, mountains, sandy beaches. You're good, God said, and they were. 
Hello, trees, God said. Hello, grass and flowers and everything everywhere burst into life. He made buds bud, shoots shoot, flowers flower. You're good, God said. And they were. Hello, stars, God said. Hello, sun, hello, moon. And whizzing into the darkness came fiery globes, spinning around and around, whirling orange and purple and golden planets. You're good, God said. And they were. Hello, birds, God said. And with a fluttering and flapping and chirping and singing, birds filled the skies. Hello, fish, God said. And with a darting and dashing and wriggling and splashing, fish filled the seas. You're good, God said. And they were. Then God said, hello, animals. And everyone came out to play. The earth was filled with noisy noises, growling and gobbling and snapping and snorting and happy scuffuffling. You're good, God said. And they were. God saw all that he had made, and he loved them. And they were lovely because he loved them. But God saved the best for last. From the beginning, God had a shining dream in his heart. He would make people to share his forever happiness. They would be his children, and the world would be their perfect home. So God breathed life into Adam and Eve. When they opened their eyes, the first thing they ever saw was God's face. And when God saw them, he was like a new dad. <laughs> you look like me, he said. You're the most beautiful thing I've ever made. And God loved them with all his heart. And they Hello. Isn't that awesome? I love that's the Jesus Storybook Bible. Love it. Um, so what we talked about with the kids was that God created the world using his words. So in the video here, it said, hello, earth, or we, we read, let there be light, let there be water, let there be land. And something else the Bible tells us that's important to realize is that Jesus was there. Jesus was the word. The Bible says that the word, the word was with God and created the world and everything is held together through Jesus. That means God was there, Jesus was there, Holy Spirit, creating animals and the stars and the sky and the trees. So when we hear God say, it was good, I think it was more like, yeah, it was good, high five, that was great, good. It was like a party between those three, right? Party. And it wasn't like... God created like 10 animals or 20. Like, does anyone know how many animals there are? How many different species? We tried Googling this and there's no definite number. 
like over 8,000. And then we tried Googling how many animals or insects or species or what we want to call them there are in total. And it's like quintillions, billions of billions. Is our uh, mathematician in the house, Mary? I don't see her. But I was like, it's blowing my mind. Quintillion? I didn't even know how to say it. What's, what's your favorite animal? Monkey. Monkey. What about yours, Fabiana? A deer, I guess. A deer. I like it. One time I had platypus, and I kept, like, as a child, kept discovering, like, cool animals and bush babies. And, and then we have, we really like the honey badger in our house. Adriana, what, Adriana, what animal do you like? A horse. A horse. Yeah. And even I was, we have a daughter who loves dogs, and she has her dog with her today. So I was trying to look up how many different dogs there are, and there are hundreds. I was like, God, you just lavished upon us in creating the world. It wasn't like, I kind of feel like thousands of animals would have been fine. But there's like, you know, millions of different species. That's amazing. All right, let me just switch my notes here. And then next we focused on God's most important creation that he loves so much. And that was, I'll ask Malachi, do you remember the first people God created, what their names are? Putting him on the spot. I have a, I have a clue for you. What's daddy's name? <laughs> What's daddy's name? Daddy. He said Adam. There we go. And God did something special. Instead of just using words to create, he took his time, formed him, breathed breath in him, spirit in him. This was his beautiful creation that looks like him. That means we all look like God. Isn't that neat? So it's like if we look at the kids, so for example... Aslan, you look a bit like mommy and a bit like daddy. Isn't that cool? So we all look a little bit like God. And what, what did God say when he created people? It wasn't in the video, but I wonder if you guys remember from class. I'm going to come ask Ruben. Do you remember what God said? Very good. Very good. Not just good, but what? Very good. Nice, that's true. And we're still, each of us are still formed by God, even if we're put in our mother's womb, right? The Bible says that I formed you and I knew you and before I put you in your mother's womb. So that's each of us. It's very good. Honey, you could put this slide up. So there's John. He didn't know I was using this photo. John came to visit us in our classroom, and he's the father of Noah, Leif, and Freya, and that's, I believe that's Freya and John. I hope I got it right. And so John came in and told us about how much he loved Freya, and just when she was born, it's like his heart was bursting, bigger and bigger with love. And then we talked about 
What did she do to earn his love? Look at her, she's a little baby. We talked about what do babies do at that stage? James, do you know? Try and can you think back? Who knows what babies do when they're really little? You can shout it out. Here we go. We got they cry and poop. Cry and poop. Drink milk. Is that like earning their parents' love? They're just being, and they are so loved. And that's each and every one of us. And it's important to remember that even though now we've grown up and there are ways that we can think in our heads we can earn God's love, like I can do all this stuff for you, God, we don't need to earn his love. He loves us. His heart is bursting for love when we're that small. How about we all turn to our neighbor, put our hand on their shoulder, and say, you are very good and you are very loved. All right. Next, we're going to talk about another important truth. And that's one of the reasons God is in such a great mood, is that he has, he had a rescue plan for us, and he's rescued us from sin. Nicholas is going to read a Bible verse for us. John 3.16 For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Such a good verse. Reuben, did you want to read a verse too? He's got the next one. So I'm going to just come on over here. So he's got, he's going to read John 3, 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. He, his son into the world to condemn the oh but to save the world through him amen we're going to do a little exercise together there should be pens or pencils or crayons at each table and some sticky notes so if you could grab a sticky note i'm going to get ask you to write down some things that come to your mind when you think of Jesus. It can just be one word or a sentence. What comes to your mind when you think of Jesus? So I'm thinking, tell me if I'm right, when we think of Jesus, we're not thinking of anything bad or negative. It's all good stuff. Is that true? Yes, that's true. Okay, this is the last one. I have sunshine spelled with a U and an O. Oh, look at that. Adriano? I feel love. Feel love. Beautiful. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to put that sticky note in the middle of the table. We're going to come back to it later. So there's no sin in Jesus. And so he is God's rescue plan for us because we have all sinned. Put up your hand if you haven't sinned. Like ever. Oh, Garland. Okay. Uh, Jonathan says he's sinning right now by lifting up his hand. 
Okay, so now we're gonna take another sticky note. If you're running out of sticky notes, put up your hand too, because we've got extras up here and Mary can run them over to you. We're gonna write down, maybe take a moment to kind of ask Holy Spirit, are there any, any sin that I, need to, that I should write down? Or sometimes we sin and we ask for forgiveness. We know that God forgives us or someone we've sinned against forgives us but we forget to forgive ourselves. We carry shame or guilt or fear. And those are things that Jesus died for as well. So if that comes to your mind, shame, fear, guilt, those kind of things, I want you to write down the feelings from sin. It's not only does Jesus take our sin, he takes the feelings, he takes names that we've been called because of sin, liar, stealer, cheat, whatever. So let's take a couple minutes and... Just write down some sins, anything that comes to your mind. I encourage you to even ask Holy Spirit if there's something that he wants you to kind of highlight and bring to him this morning. So I want to invite you to bring your sticky note up if you're willing to part with it, if you don't want to keep that one with sin on it. Um, and we're going to paste them all on the cross. I encourage you that it's probably not something you want to hang on to. Probably want to get rid of it. So we, th we thought about Jesus earlier, and we couldn't think of one bad thing about him. And then we have sin, and we know that sin deserves punishment, and God had a rescue plan for us. Jesus. And Jesus took what we deserved to give us what, we, what he deserved, which is awesome. I'm going to get someone to represent Jesus for us. Let me see. Maybe, Noah, can you choose someone to be Jesus? It can be you if you want. Who's the most Christ-like in here? Daddy is. Come on up, John. All right, so God sent Jesus, but wait, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are all the same. That means God sent himself, and he went up on the cross, if you can kind of like stand in front of it, I know it's short, sorry. <laughs> and those sins were so sticky, all the sins of the whole world were so sticky, the sins that had already been committed, the sins that were going on at the time, and all the sins into the future all came and stuck onto Jesus. That's like the stickiest of stickiest of stickiest ever. And do you think that if Jesus wanted to, he could get down from the cross? Like, think about God created everything. I'm thinking, yes, you agree with me? He could get down. It was his love that kept him up there, that he had a plan for each of us, and he wanted to take that sin so that we wouldn't have to carry it. Okay. And I'm going to get you to lay down in a minute, if that's okay. So, sure. So we know that Jesus died, and I don't know if this is going to we're going to take the cross down because 
All that sin stuck onto Jesus, and when he was buried, all the sins stuck to Jesus, and he was buried, and they all stuck in the ground. And then we know what happened after three days. Can you count to three for me? One, two, three. One, two, three. And Jesus arose and was alive and transformed and new. And where did all the sin go? It stayed down there, buried. Great news. Let's do another big, big, big shout. Yeah? Such good news. Now, I want everyone to reach into the middle of the table and take back the sticky note with what those words that describe Jesus. Because those words that describe Jesus describe each and every one of us. Because he's transformed us and we are alive, we're new, we're new creations in him. Isn't that like awesome, awesome, awesome? Is that awesome, Emmy? Yeah. Yeah, it is.